Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. Hiss. Yeah. Hiss. Guys, we're sorry. We apologize. We don't know how to... We're trying to fix it. <laughs> um, we had a good run there where the sound was great. <laughs> yeah, we really did. And now... Well, great's a bit of a stretch. It was like good. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was first it was low. The audio was low. The audio was low. Then with Simple Fix, yep. everyone was like, hey, I'm really, this is, I'm digging this. Great. this is Way great. to go, guys. And then um, a dying cat caught in a fan <sighs> happened in the background. I don't know what the noise is. Nope. Me neither. There's some like white noise fan type thing. Uh, we're working on it. This is a um, <laughs> this is an independently run operation here. Yep. We're in my dining room. Yeah. So... Just, you know, sorry. Give well, us a break. Yeah. It's still free. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's still... <laughs> so, I mean... Still enjoy look, the content. you're right for being annoyed. You're right. Yeah, we're you're annoyed. Right. You were annoyed, too. We feel... We are as annoyed <laughs> by it as you, if not more, because it's our podcast. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You guys can just maybe, like, listen to another one. We're stuck with this one right now with the hits. <laughs> <laughs> so... I worked on it. We share your rage. I lowered the hiss in this last the Jason Tebow Radiohead one. Good. Job. I lowered it. Couldn't get rid of it. Good job. So it could have been worse. Yep. I was up till four thirty in the morning, guys. Oosh. So if anyone knows how to fix the hissing sound on an H4N Zoom recorder, yeah. Um, please God, let me know. I'm gonna figure it out. By the next one, it'll be fine. It's a learning process for all of us. Yep. Uh, we appreciate you continuing to listen. Yeah. Um. And letting us know these these issues that are coming up. Yeah. Uh, don't get carried away with it, though, you sons of bitches. Calm down. Um, rate us on iTunes. Review us. Uh, subscribe to us. Uh, hit up all things comedy. You know what I mean? Listen to us there. Um, listen to all the other awesome podcasts. Uh, right now, the spotlight is The Champs. Good one. Neil Brennan. Yeah. And Moshe Kasher. And Moshe Kasher. Uh, Neil Brennan, also, comedy special. Oof. Just came out. Banger. One hour Comedy Central Dropped special. Dropped a banger. Very funny dude. Called Women and Black Dudes. Yep. Yep. Um, so watch that. I'm sure it'll be on sale probably now. Yeah. On, you know, on the internet somewhere. Yep. Um, so yeah, they're the Spotlight podcast. We're going to be up there soon. So hopefully our friends will fucking blast our asses out there. Blast it. So you guys can hear our hissing podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, go to All Things Comedy. Tons of great stuff there. Um, are you anywhere this this week? Um, no, it's my birthday. I'm gonna shut her down. Oh shit, the birthday boy. So fuck everybody. How are you? How old are you gonna be? How young will you be? Can I'll we be say 37. that? Thirty-seven. When are you gonna start saying I'm blank years young? Never. Okay, good. <laughs> right as I slowly slip a gun in my mouth. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be thirty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Feels that bad. Feels bad. Feels bad. Why? Old. I mean, you're still mid thirties. Shut up! No, you're not. No, you're not. And we've discussed this. No, you're not. Well, thirty-eight is now your late thirties. Okay, no, thirty-six is your late thirties. Late? What? That's yeah. closer to mid than late. Thirty-seven is forty. The end. I'd say thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven is mid. I think I found calcium deposits on my spine. You're in your late thirties. Yeah. But no. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Don't know. Just bumps. Just bumps. They could be tumors. Don't know. Got to go to the doctor get an x-ray. Wait, tumors are made of calcium, though? Well, uh, they could be either one. Calcium deposits, best case scenario. Oh, right. Worst case scenario. <laughs> Spine tumors? I don't know. The fuck? Yeah. So, 
I mean, blow, blow out that candle, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure it'll be nothing. Where are you going to be, San Jose? That's the. That's actually tomorrow. Twenty oh, fourth. This. 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 Sorry. This will be. 29th or whatever. Yeah, 29th. 30th um, 31st. So happy 31st. Super Bowl. That's going to be that that coming Sunday. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you give a shit about sports. Um, Denver, Seattle. Yeah, Denver, Seattle. Don't care about those teams. Nope. Don't care about football. Yep. Kind of cared for a minute when the 49ers were. Yeah, they were close. Might go. That was my team when I did like football. Yep. And then they didn't. And I was like, and I'm out. Yep. I will still attend the fuck out of a Super Bowl party and eat a ton of free barbecue. Yeah. That I'll do. Onion dip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not an asshole. No, you're not a dickhead. I'll, I'll go eat free food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what our episode today? This was a good one. It was. I did not know this dude at all. Uh huh. A lot of people on Twitter know this dude. Yeah. As Polly Pellegroso. Yep. He's got the little uh, his avatar. What video game is that from? I always forget. Like Double Dragon. They or... said it's from Double Dragon. It's a right. villain from Double Dragon. So. If you're on Twitter, you you probably follow him and you know him. He also is the mind, the mastermind, one of a uh, couple behind Best Worst Advice. Yep, and, and not Gary Busey. Not Gary Busey. He was Funny one of the dude. one of the first dudes to do the parody accounts. Got a lot of traction. Yeah. Those those accounts have like over a hundred thousand, hundred something thousand followers. Yeah, his is nearing a hundred. And he gets into that. He gets into how he did that. Yeah. You see these guys and you're like, how the fuck do you have? How did this start? You know, and he's, he's very funny, but like yeah. there's a lot of funny people. So he explains that. And then. Now he's doing stand up and mm-hmm. uh, he just talks about this guy's got a, f- a fucking interesting life. He's got good stories. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. Because we, we've hung out a couple times, but it's been, you know, kind of brief, like where it shows we talk a little but. He had some funny stories. He had some good growing up stories. Yeah, I really liked this episode. It was good shit. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. Um, He's out of Tempe, uh, Phoenix area. He lives in Tucson. So if you live out there, he does stand up out there all the time. Follow him on Twitter, at Polly Pellegroso. And enjoy this episode. We had a lot of fun. He'll be back when he's back in L.A. Yeah, for sure. We'll have him back, have him tell some more cool growing up stories. Good life of crime. Yeah, yeah. Good (laughs) life of crime and comedy. Yeah. Um... All right, so there you have it. Uh, this is episode 31, Polly Casillas slash Polly Pellegroso. Enjoy it. How does it feel to be on the most professional run podcast in the uh, my, world? My, my <laughs> this is nothing I've had. Bums come up in the middle. Or trying to record because the one of the guys, it's pretty. He's like a bartender in the scene that we're at. Okay. So everyone knows where he's at, and all the bartenders know him, and all the people know him. He gets everyone drunk, so. He's a bum who is a bartender. <clears throat> he's damn near a bum. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when he's drunk, he's a bum. Yeah, but they live in New York now. They it's two other dudes, Graham Van Bog, Jericho Davison, and then me. Right. And they record in New York, and I just record in Tucson at my house or at a bar or something like that. Oh really? Yeah. Like wait. On Skype. Oh, on Skype, I guess. He just records it on his end, and just they just we have a. So you've you've never met the guys you do your podcast with? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But they just moved. One's a um, a traveling nurse. Okay. So he got. Wait, wait, wait. A traveling nurse. Traveling nurse. You've never met a traveling nurse. Is that like one of those firefighters that that like does like for like brush fires? No. They go different places. Six months at a hospital. 
Really? Yeah. And then anywhere, wherever they want, they put you up somewhere. Huh. I met a girl who was a nurse and signed up for a traveling nurse program. I met her in San Diego. And then she was from Houston where she nursed. Then it was like, I want to live in San Diego. Signed up for the traveling nurse thing. They put her in San Diego. She lived there for like six, eight months. And then a job opening came up in San Francisco. She's like, I've never lived there. Move there. Live there for a year. And you make good money as a nurse. Right, yeah. It's like being a stewardess. You're just hoping for outbreaks. Of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like the news. You're like, God, I hope there's a disaster in that city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope something hits St. Louis really hard. I've always wanted to live there. Yeah. I heard about he got the barbecues there. The disease is worth the barbecue, basically. <laughs> where in, in where? St. Louis. Yep. St. Louis has good barbecue? That's what they're known for. Yeah. Oh, fuck. When I watch Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on the reg, yeah. uh, he's in, he goes to St. Louis and there's the barbecue's really fucking serious. That, which, now nah, I don't eat meat, so that's, it's the torturous. I like actually don't want those episodes to be the ones I catch because they're yeah. torturous. Everything looks like the best thing you've ever you seen. You know why? Because it is. Yeah, yeah. It totally. is. It is. <laughs> Maybe if you started eating meat again, you would stop throwing out your back. Because <laughs> a couple weeks ago, you threw out your back. Right. And then I believe yesterday, yesterday? correct? You said that you, you had to cancel your spot or something. Yeah, I had to cancel my spot. Because you it threw out your... St- it hurts to stand. So what, how, how do you feel today? I'm in a lot of pain. Okay. Yeah, I didn't throw it out. I wasn't like lifting stuff. I just I work. Scooter trick. Rigid scooter trick. <laughs> I just I work out wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You're picking up from the back and not the leg. I don't even. I I I don't know what I was fucking doing. Well, when you lift like stuff with your back, for you specifically, you gotta like you gotta get in the p- a position where like your spine doesn't like rub up against your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Try that out next time. Uh, you want to pull your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I pulled my cervix and I kind of go. <laughs> or eat a steak before you work out. Yeah, the problem is most of, all the women at my gym are in better shape than me. So, like, making it seem like having a vagina makes me weaker is not actually the case. You I know told the th- only trainer I would work with at my gym is a woman. Dude, I, this city is in such good shape that yeah. half the girls at my gym are in better shape. Than, I just half the girls at any gym in L.A. are yeah. in better shape than the guys. Yeah. Like chicks with like six packs and these ripped arms and you're like, what? There's a trainer at my gym who has a vein in her arm that I want. I'm like, maybe if I work hard enough, I will get that same vein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day, one day I will get the vein yeah. that that small trainer has. Yeah. One day I'll be as ripped as like the girls in this city. Yeah. That's my goal. It's intimidating. <laughs> yeah. Like they look like they can put you in a headlock at any given moment. Yeah, yeah. You look at them, you're like, there will be no rough sex between us because yeah. I don't know how that'll go. I don't know how that'll turn out. Yeah. I want to sleep with a girl where I'm the top. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't want you running the show here. It's hard for me to find a bottom out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been in L.A. now? Three days? This is the third day. Yeah. Okay. You never you been here before or you haven't? No, I've been here before. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, Just br- It was the last time, because the first time I met you in person yeah. was in L.A. last time, but I feel like you were here like, it was quick, two days, maybe. Yeah, it was, uh, was they've been like four-day weeks. Okay. Down again Thursday to Sunday. Okay. Basically. So it's like a, a road gig almost. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Where you just hop all over town, do a bunch of shows. I've been driving this entire time. That's crazy. Yeah, I made the the Ontario from Ontario to Santa Monica took an hour. I made it right in time. That sounds pretty good though. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Yeah. You got is that Dodge Challenger? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. No Charger. 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 Yeah, it's, to drive. Yeah, it's a cool car. I want yeah. one of those. Those are cool. I had a Magnum. I totaled it. You totaled the wagon? It? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, the station wagon. I Fuck like station. I That's love cool the wagon. Too. I want the fucking wagon. Oh, I totally did. I yeah. was trying to race a friend all drunk. And <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, the, I, I know the turn. It's a sharp turn in my town, but it had rained. So there's gravel and loose rock and yeah. marbles boom right into the wall. No way. And yeah. then you were okay? Well, I, I, I hit. I was like, oh, shit. And then my axle came off on the right side, and I just hit right into the curb. And once I hit the curb, I like kind of hit the dashboard on the side of my face. And I was like, oh. And then my friend turned around, and I was like, let's just leave it and go. And we just left. Did you, did you do the thing where you say it was stolen? Yep, exactly. I woke up, <laughs> it was gone. I woke up, it was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you never even want, like, no one contacted your oh, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was insurance. It was uh, it's insurance fraud, basically. But I, <laughs> it was like five years. There's a statute of limitations on it. They're not going to come hunt me down. Wow. I didn't know you could do that anymore. Yeah, a friend of mine did that. Where you're like, well, someone stole my car. Yep. There's also, I mean, it, it's like there are places, you don't necessarily have to lie about your car stolen. There are places in L.A., in the valley where you, if you want your car stolen yeah, you, you just can, leave it there or you can get your car stolen like hey uh just i'll give you 500 bucks that's my deductible it's almost there yeah you just like leave your windows down in these areas you kind of walk away and just kind of wave at the locals like hey everybody yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. they know exactly what you're doing you just like you wave your keys and yeah. then you just kind of drop yeah. them and then the key like the thing in valet except you don't get ever get your car back yeah, <laughs> said you get a new car <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't said, know that was a thing yeah of course, it would happen in the valley. People do it. Well, yeah. There's a there's a spot uh, I was I always heard about that was by like a it was a gravel pit. Yeah, it was a gravel pit in North Hollywood, like deep ass North Hollywood, kind of like where it gets industrial. Where it gets industrial, basically. Yeah. And if you want your car stolen, you just leave it there. The key is they just have to hold onto it for a month, so you don't get it back. And that's how about how long it ta- how long does it take to get the insurance to get you a new car? A two weeks. Well, I declared it is declared a total, and about two weeks it took everything because it was a police investigation cause yeah yeah. yeah. you'd imagine though like if you tried to do that in an area where there were cameras you oh, know yeah, security yeah. cameras that could possibly have seen I, yeah. I had, I was wearing who this suspect was. <laughs> I was, soft, I was literally wearing a softball jersey we had just played a game with your name right. on the back no it was just my number so, <laughs> Wait, so you, you were playing drunk softball yeah well you, you didn't start out drunk you just let's play softball yeah, and by yeah. the end of the game yeah I started drinking and playing softball at the same time that okay give me your so stats far. for the game though did you go like one for four two for I, four I, I do about three for four three for four yeah, slow pitch so, fast pitch yeah slow, uh, slow pitch yes. okay do you have a thing when my dad played slow pitch if you struck out you had to buy a case of beer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that there's these rules to this <laughs> drinking softball. Walk. I don't walk. Okay. So I'll swing at anything. Yeah, yeah. I've hit balls <laughs> off the ground. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to avoid walking or striking out. Yeah. You That's strike funny. out in slow pitch, you have to buy a case of beer. Yeah. Wow. I did it's not funny. know there were rules to yeah. this. It's the pitching cold. is so slow. Yeah, <laughs> there is no excuse for if unless it's, you're drunk. It's so hard, though, because I just want to kill the shit out of it. And yeah. It's just like, it can't get there quick enough. And yeah. Head all the time. You've swung four cool. times before yeah. it's even there. Really yeah. good slow pitch pitchers throw the ball so high yeah. that you just have to wait and wait and wait. You just sit there. You're just sitting there like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like finish right your beer. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, that's all I remember from. I subbed for my father's softball team one game and lost the game for them by. You lost I missed a fly ball that scored the winning round. What they do? Did they put you in right or left? Right. I got bad eyesight. It was nighttime. And the other team brought in like a ringer. It was one of the guy's <laughs> daughters who was like UCLA softball pitcher. And she basically pitched a no-hitter. Like That's she so and great. so she's cuz she's on a we're on a little league field. Yeah, yeah. So she's about 25 feet away from home plate <laughs> just throwing fucking fireballs at everybody. Oh wow. It was it was borderline hilarious. We were like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, if there's I, if there's a woman playing out of there's women playing. I don't take it seriously cuz you just come off looking douchey. 
Who, you do or the girl? Well, generally, dudes that take serious, like, co-ed softball seriously. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't take softball that seriously in general, I don't yeah, think, right? The only people that are serious about softball are college-age women that play it, because that's how they get to go to college. <laughs> yeah. That I don't mind. They yeah. just want to be as good as the guys. But then there's guys that were jocks and they're just hanging on to that last. Yeah. They want to, like, fight and, like, like trash talk. Al Bundy like, what are you shit. doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a dude on the other team that was, like, trash talking. You're like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, man. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, you're like, are you serious about yeah. softball right now? <laughs> Kevin and I are going to play uh, one-on-one basketball. I haven't played basketball. And do an episode about it. Yeah. Uh, it still hasn't happened. I fucking hurt my back. Well, I hurt my neck last week. How? Uh, by waking up. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, like, I woke up and I opened my eyes and then I looked over to grab my phone. Yeah. Um, and th- when I turned my neck, it just... I just, this pain shot down and my neck froze right away. And I was like, oh. And then I sat up and I'm like, I can't turn my head. I can't go up or down. And you you take like a hot shower or whatever and massage. You take some Advil. Halfway through the day, it's better. But like, it was, it was legit pain. Like a spasm? Yeah. As if I was like at a concert headbanging in 1997 Uh, for like an hour. And it lasted three days. Maybe we should play now. Injured bowl. Yeah, injured bowl. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. It's just the slowest, longest, four and a half hour game. You're allowed like five breaks. Yeah. And we're only playing to five. After each point that is scored. Yeah. Yeah. You it's score a nine hour game. Yeah. You're allowed injury timeouts the whole time. Yeah, we started talking shit. We did an episode when we went to the LA Auto Show. Yeah. And it was one of those like, what do you call it? Papa shot. Papa shot things that yeah. you have like carnivals. And then he nailed, like, there were three baskets elevating. Each one was higher than, than the next. And he just, and I went first, and I hit one for three for yeah, some reason. One for three. And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you and mean for some reason? You missed the other two. Yeah, I know. But that's the Lightning weird part. Strike. It's there like, I wonder how I missed your these. arms. You're like halfway there. I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm <laughs> like, I'm normally way better at this. Yeah, yeah. And then he walks up. The kid. And, the yeah. kid walks up, drains all three in <laughs> a row. Puts his fucking paintbrush away. Fucking and then just Steve fucking. Steve Kerr. Steve <laughs> Kerr walks up and just drains him. Yeah. Just boom, boom, boom. One, two, three. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so I went up. I'm like, can I get a second turn? And I, I don't think the girl had even heard that question asked that day. She's like, I guess so. And then I hit two. And then I was like, all right, I feel better. And then he's like, yeah, well, I got all three at once. I'm like, I will beat you at one on one basketball. <laughs> That's where the conversation <laughs> jumped to. Yeah. And he's you like, we're going to try to do three in a row again. No, no, I no, won no. a toy car and I left. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that when Obama made that one, he was on like a military base yeah. and they give him the ball. He hits one three pointer. and He's like, I am done. Yeah. I'm out. He took one shot, made it. And he was like, we're finished. Game over. Yeah. I ain't stupid. So I think next week, today's what, the 17th? Yeah. So I think ne- you want to do it next week? Yeah, if I'm not in pain. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> we keep threatening to do this, but we're going to do yeah. one on one. And then we're going to do a podcast on it. We're going to have two of our friends referee it. You should go mic'd up. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Talk about bad sound quality. Just, yeah. oh, 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 you suck. Oh, just a bunch of shit talking through like the worst smokers, brother. Yeah. Uh, are you from Arizona? Yeah, I'm from Tucson. Arizona. What is that like? <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty hipster. It's a little, it's an art scene there. Right wait, wait, the what? Avenue. Huh? Is it really? Yeah. Like, like hit compared to here, like where you were having a beer earlier in Silver Lake? It's, a, it, it's almost like the same thing. What? Yeah, just, just one avenue, though, not like... Oh, oh okay, okay. Okay, but it didn't start that way. I mean, like, when you were a kid, there were no hipsters. Oh, I was, yeah, I don't know. I was on the southest side of the city right where it ended. In, yeah. In the trailer park. For real? Yeah, for, for real. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
What did you do as a kid? Were you like BMX, into cars? Oh, I, yeah. I drew cars. Drew cars? Drew cars. All right. All right. I would ride a bike. Do you want to be a pinstriper? Nah, I did. I, like, I, did, I knew, like, I, I was like, okay, I'm not going to draw for, for a living because it was kind of shitty. Yeah. But it was good enough <laughs> to where I'd like it. Yeah. And it took me so many times. It's like, I can't do this forever. So I gave, I bailed. And then I'd, like, you know, BMX, I'd just look for any sweet ramps and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. I would try skateboarding and I like literally ate concrete and I just gave it up. <laughs> like I hit a rock, I hit a gravel rock and just boom, face first. And, and in the and the asphalt where you live was hot. Yeah. So when you ate it on hot asphalt, it's bad. You, it. you also it's get worse. a third degree burn. Yeah, yeah. you get a burn. <laughs> you basically you cut your you land on the ground, you rip your skin open, and then you're laying there. You're like, wait, what hurts worse? Oh wait, I'm on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm just like a little fat kid with a Brian Bosworth mullet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> eating concrete. That's the. That's I knew three kids that did the Bosworth when it came out at the same time, and they were bummed. Yeah, they uh, they uh, <laughs> at the same exact time. <laughs> they they decided to do it like the same week. Yeah, they take me to a beauty school. I tell them uh, spiking on the top, three stripes on the side, and the back <laughs> every time. That's so funny, dude. That Bosworth haircut was dope. It's so it was. With, then with Bo the Jackson the fucking ru- gears. Bo Jackson ruined his career in one hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. So I went for Zach Morris. <laughs> Now you're rocking like the pompadour. Yeah, I, I mean, it took me 30 years to figure out how to comb my hair this good. How old are you? I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> how old are you right now? 32. I, I'd say it took like I started really getting into my hair like eight. Okay, yeah. LA looks, making sure it was. It LA looks. <laughs> Shit, I haven't heard that name in yeah. so long. Yeah, was that the company that made Moose? It was the gel, gel company. Oh, okay. Gel, like, yeah, and then the different colors yeah. after like I the had however hold you want. Super it. mega hold. Like I yeah, just yeah, remember yeah. Depp. I remember that one too. Yeah. 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 And then I LA and after works. a while I fucked with uh, Trace Flores. Me too. <laughs> I have yes. I, I don't even oh. know if I remember Are that you, one. You know where to get cars stolen and you fucking wore Tres Flores. Right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I lived in North Hollywood long enough to learn certain things. Yeah. But yeah, Trace Flores basically uh, stinky Vaseline. And it would fucking heat oh. up your hair. <laughs> what? Yeah, and it you was hot could, enough. You couldn't get that shit out. Uh, you put Trace Flores in, it stayed in for a long time. Time. Wow. It also came in an oil. See, really? I, only, I only fucked with the, the, yeah, the Vaseline yeah, stuff. Vaseline, yeah. like I used to use looks. LA and Royal looks. Crown. I got real. After Swingers came out, I bought Royal Crown, <laughs> which is Trace Flores. Yeah, I just went back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was in, like, I think seventh or eighth grade, and I used to use LA looks and, like, a lot of it. Because I, I would oh, comb my gosh. hair the way I do now, but, like, the part was, like, higher. And for some reason, I had to get it so perfect. Yeah. Um, and I remember one day specifically, I'm combing my hair, and it wouldn't work the way I wanted it. And I got so mad. I was like, God damn it, fuck this. And I slammed the comb down, and I hit the, uh, the bathroom counter. And I remember later that day at school, some kid walked up and he made fun of me. He goes, he's like, hey, man, how much did you have to cry to get your hair to look like that? <laughs> and I'm like... And I'm like, what? What? I'm like, how did this guy? And then I realized my younger brother probably saw me do that and then went and told somebody. And it got back to me. And I was like, you motherfucker. And it turns out I did it way more than just that one time. I apparently would always get mad that my hair wouldn't work out the way I wanted it to. And he, he was telling his friends, my brother gets so mad when his hair doesn't work out the way he wants. And every time I think of LA looks, I think about yeah. that how so embarrassing good. that was. Yeah. You'd have to be you have to be like 
kind of reserved with it because you'll get chunks in it or yeah. like, like whatever color it is, it'll turn your scalp that color. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. can almost see through it, so you got to know how to work it through. Yeah, it would turn into like a helmet, but like if you bumped into something, it, it immediately would turn into white powder. It's a white yeah. chunks, oh, yeah. and then you have to go to the bathroom, try to get water on it, yeah. comb yeah. with your fingers, and you're fucked for the rest for after lunch. <laughs> I couldn't, I would have to get, the the only amount of water that would do it is like literally a, sh- a shower faucet. Because yeah. in a sink, it would just, my hand wouldn't be able to get through my head. So what did you do during recess? Yeah, what, yeah I, I would always put this shit in my hair, and then I'd PE first period. In junior high, so then I'd just be sweating this chemical shit. Like it would, I get, get in my eyes, yeah. yeah. But my hair would never move. Yeah, <laughs> I'd sweat and it would like get, but it my hair just, would never it move. It would just be like a little forest, like a stream through a little forest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right <to your> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just chemicals dripping in your eyeball. <laughs> it was you, terrible. But you don't touch your fucking hair. Yeah. At all. You brought me a pomade. Yeah, that's, that's very that's nice what of I you. Use now. Wait, wait, got, wait, what's it called? It's called Johnny B. Johnny B. Molding Paste. Yeah, so Add shine, never sticky, holds any style. Um, the reason he brought this for me is because we, we met originally on Twitter. Or no, I'm sorry. We met in person briefly. Tinder. Oh, yeah, right? You, um, you pronounced Tinder wrong. I swiped right, and then it's been a connection ever since. No. Um, so we met briefly at the comedy store when I was like, oh, yeah, I follow each other on Twitter. And then we started uh, just talking on Twitter and stuff. And then he was like, he said something about, like, what do you use in your hair? He asked me, and I and was like, "Your initial reaction was like, wait, um, <laughs> wait a minute." No, my initial reaction was like, "Let me guide you, child." Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, I I knew I could ask him because I see how he takes right. pride in his hair. Right, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, coming to him with a question like, "To you, you've been like, fuck is this weirdo want to know what I put in my hair?" Yeah, hair. and he's like, like "I want to smell it or something." Mm-hmm. And then he'd pepper in a goddamn it with these fucking this picture of you in your hair, yeah, or whatever. Um, and then he would be like, "How? What do you use?" And you know we, and then we ended up getting into conversations over like hair products and hairstyle. What barber shop do you go to? Um, what do you ask for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of haircut do you we ask for? We have two different kinds. Oh, of do you have a name? What do you what do you, what do you what do you call it? Is that the collegiate? Well, I usually part right here. Right. But this one, I don't know. It's kind of like yeah. There's no part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name? Gentleman rockabilly. I, I mean, know. on that chart, both your haircuts would have names. Like just names. That's a taper. Yeah, taper low. I get a, I get a low tape because my barber he's been doing it for like twenty years. So okay. he knows how my hair is. Like I get the big, te- I got the big temples right I here. I gotta find a place. Out. I saw a place on 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 Virgil called Vinny's Barbershop. I've been there. Is it good? They take appointments, so it's good. It was empty. That's the thing. I drove by and it was empty, empty. Like the guy was moving the magazines around. Oh wow! Like it was empty. empty. I got a decent cut from there once. It all was I a- saw was a guy in the window. I noticed he had a lot of tattoos, and I was like, okay, we might be all right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't see it. Uh, barber pole, though. Like, legit barber pole. It wasn't like a new style hipster barbershop. It clearly had been a barbershop a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, finding the right barber is, like, is key. Yeah. You hear those people like, my barber died. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, now his son does it. His son sucks. But I can't leave. <laughs> yeah, finding the right barber is one of those, like, weird... I imagine going somewhere for, like, three months and not be able to get a good haircut. Yeah. Because like if, if I know I'm going to be somewhere for three months, I'll get it real short and just leave the top. And just yeah. See, see where it takes me from there. Yeah, I went to my, the last time, or the time before last, I went to my mine. It'd been like, I usually go every six or seven weeks. Yeah. And then it'd been like two and a half months. And he's cutting my hair and he goes, like, yeah, you haven't been here a while, man. How, how, how are things? I'm like, oh, pretty good. Like another minute goes by, he stops and he's looking at my hair. I see him in, in the, uh, the mirror across from me. He goes, did you get your hair cut somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, uh, and I really felt guilt. Yeah. Like, I'm like, how do I answer this question right now? And then I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, what? Were you, were you out of town or something? I'm like, that, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And like, I was in San Francisco. And I was like, oh, you say, yeah, I understand, man. Every once in a while you're out of town. You just got to get a quick cut every once in a while. I'm like, also, you should understand that I'll go other places, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get this weird, like, and we don't even talk to each other that much, but you get this weird, like, relationship where it's like, I'm the dude yeah. that cuts your hair. And then you go somewhere else and he's just like, oh, okay. I think maybe that's why I go to Rudy's is I don't have to ever have that relationship. Sure, I've gotten four good haircuts <laughs> and 75 bad ones. <laughs> but yeah. there's no, like thing there's no like how's it going there's yeah. no relationship make my hair shorter so i can go home i'll right. deal with the aftermath yeah. <laughs> see i used to do, i used to do that too i would go like wherever just some barber shop yeah. and then when you get one amazing haircut you're like oh i'll go back to this guy and then you go back and back and you're like this is i can't go anywhere else yeah, yeah. like it's too good it's, it's just a mullet for a year too in 2010 in 2010, 2010. Yeah, like a hockey mullet wow huh. as a bit no, I wasn't going to do a comedy then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you didn't know you were doing comedy then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, That's how you actually, got into it. <laughs> you were actually a prop comic and had no idea. No idea, yeah. And then I, that's when I met my girlfriend that now that my wife. Wow, she loves you. Yeah. Well, she's like... Was that part of it? You were like, you loved me when I... Had, that's part. Yeah, to yeah. me, that's part of the wedding speech. You were at my rock bottom. Yeah, you yeah. saw me at my yeah. rock bottom. I had a mullet. Yeah. Talk about seeing my insides. Clean me up. <laughs> Clean me that's up. That's funny. <laughs> we're going to fix this baby. Yeah. How long have you been married? And it seems like, I mean, your comedy career sort of changed, or you seem to be like leaving town a little more and going and doing stuff. Yeah, I work more in Phoenix. Okay. But I want to focus on coming out here more, more FaceTime out here. I like going to New York. I fucking love New York. Right. And just try to do that more, rather than because where I'm from, there's one club, couple mics, and it's the same people, and it's hard. It's hard to grow out there. Yeah. So. That's yeah, you I'm hit a ceiling in those small. You start small doing town. local yeah. jokes because you know they kill. Yeah. 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 That or like you just, you get past doing the local jokes and then you're like, now I need to just go other places and see other things. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Or that's that's the only way you're going to progress or you're just going to be yeah. the host in that shitty city for the rest of your life. Right, I forget right. how spoiled we are starting here. It's I know. It's easier. People say don't start in LA or New York. Like start in a smaller market and move. But I've always found it's like if you just do it right in those bigger markets. You can't change because you're already born here. Kinda. Right, yeah, yeah. I already live here like... Don't tell me I can't start here. Yeah, I live here. people yeah. say like they don't want to start in LA, New York, because like you get seen too soon. Yeah, but it's but like it's just not as a dude though. As a dude, you can hide. Yeah, you can hide, and it's like just don't showcase for TV shows and festivals yeah. in your first few years. I mean, it's when like, I went avoid to, that. when I went to Montreal, they so many people didn't know it was a comic. Yeah, that knew me from acting stuff. They were like, I didn't know you. it's because I hid. I just wasn't, you know, I knew I wasn't ready. Yeah, for you shit. don't you just go around doing yeah, the yeah. Ones till you can get the ones yeah, you just don't throw yourself into situations you know you're not ready for. Yeah. So you've been doing stand up three years. Three years, yeah. Yeah. Three years in January. So how did you start? We talked. We talked about this in. This is how you ended up being on this podcast. Is yeah. we were in Tempe New Year's Eve, at the yeah. Improv, and we were talking about how long you've been in comedy now, and and how you you tweet a lot less. Yeah. Because you're focused more on like you started doing stand up, and you're like I'm gonna focus on this and do this more, and and then I started asking you about Twitter and all, like, how you got... Because I've never asked you how you got into all that because yeah. you were very successful on there. Yeah, I mean, it, I hit it right at a perfect time 
with that par- It started with the not Gary Busey parody. Yeah, which I didn't know. I thought you did Polly Pellegroso first. No. And then the other two. Well, I mean, it was I, I, I just got a job at a desk. It was a desk job. I was working at a body shop in front of a computer all day waiting for customers. Yeah. And I just fell into the rabbit hole that turned out to be a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like a bizarro Chuck Norris. That's when it was like... When, like I first, when I first got on Twitter, I, fought, I got on real late. I fought it for a long time. And then I, after two days, a friend of mine texted me. was like, can you believe how much you like Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, it just snowballed from there. It picked up. And then after that, where else are you going to go? But just doing, trying to do stand-up, trying to do jokes yeah. on stage. So. But let's get into like how... Because a lot of people, like you know, they have a desk job or a day job or whatever and they're like oh i'm gonna start tweeting yeah but they don't get to the point where they have an account that has like a hundred and eighty thousand yeah i mean like two of them i don't yeah i mean it you kind of like when i started the parody account thing had just started getting big uh-huh. so you could kind of it was like oh, the mystique like is it really him i don't know and the beauty of like with the Busey is like you could just say any bad shit yeah crazy <laughs> shit and it's, it yeah. flies you know what i mean yeah. yeah i could quote rap lyrics all of a sudden when I mean, did when you first started, was it like you had like an okay number of followers, and then something happened, and it was just like a snowball, or was it yeah, gradual? It, it was it well, like it was it, like it started getting traction and traction, and it was just a place where I could put my dick jokes, and all of a sudden, like I found out <laughs> a MSNBC. place where I could put my dick yeah, <laughs> in a weird way that sounds so sweet, like a place where I could put my dick jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any little stupid uh, thing that pops in my head during the day, that's when, that's where I could put that, so I don't forget yeah. it. Yeah, like a notebook almost. So yeah, yeah. And then um, MSNBC, like put a, a thing top ten Twitter accounts in 010 or 2010, and uh-huh. that's when it's just like, like ten thousand that day. Wow. Ten thousand in day, one day. Like ten thousand a week till the end of the year. Dude. Jesus. Yeah. So that and then that's that. Like, where where else are you gonna do with that besides you know try to ex- and I don't want to do st- con comedy as like the not Gary Busey guy. I kind of wanted to be a comedian, comedian. And but it's also just that I, uh, what I notice people that have um, that those kind of accounts, like parody accounts, is it works as just a writing credit. Yeah. It's like yeah. I can write, I can write in the voice of another thing that's not me. Yeah. I mean the pers- the people that did the Tilda Swinton one, uh-huh. yeah. like those, those were just comedy writers. Yeah, yeah. And they wanted to be comedy writers, and it was like, yeah. And after a while, when it kind of got big, they were like, I did this. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. a way to say like I can write other characters, I can be it's just to me it's a way that it's something that says like I'm creative. Bullet point on the resume. Yeah, you, yeah. You I created come up these with things. Yeah. 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 So you did not Gary Busey because whenever you see those parody accounts, the the frequency of the tweets is so high. Yeah. That after a while you're like, This can't be one dude. I always think yeah. sometimes you're like, Is this a group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then at the same time, Rob Delaney's frequency is craziness. Yeah. yeah. He he tweets so many things. It's just I think he, you know, I think it's a matter of focus. Yeah, it's just I mean, and then if you if you there's quality and quantity they say, I mean, it's just stuff after stuff. If something's not good, just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Just keep tweeting. Just you know. So how many people was not Gary Busey? It was me and like three other people. They it was it started from a site called Film Junk, like a web uh, a blog, a movie blog is what it was. Right. And we would just do comments and <clears throat> Try to be funny in the comment section because he would give out like a free DVD if you got the comment of the week. Uh-huh. So it was kind of competitive, and it got you, it got me to where that actually got me to where I could write a joke quick and like try to be funny in a spurt, uh-huh. try to stand out, and then that then all of a sudden like hey we're doing this not Gary Busey this thing on Twitter you want to fucking do it okay let's do it but then <clears throat> I guess I I loved it I fucking loved it <laughs> it was so fucking yeah. like yeah. instant gratification yeah and. 
they got I don't know they they fell off to the wayside because they just couldn't keep up keep it up basically they had yeah. wives one had a kid one other one there's a there's two people from Ohio and one other dude from New York he's a musician they just, and, and basically I just started doing it right and then I did my own that's why I wanted to really do my own too yeah and just, and just try to be you know start that as that's the persona you want to be when people look you up as yeah. a comedian you know what I mean what about best worst advice that one another place to put jokes it was, it was another dude that I knew from film drunk he wanted to do the, uh, a advice account just fucked up uh-huh. one liners you know what I mean yeah and, um, that one took off too because we like you would just use like Busey to promote it and then it would just catch fire and then, yeah like there would be times it was amazing because there would be times like you just do one tweet check on it like five seconds later it's already retweeted like a hundred that's insane. Yeah. yeah, it was just crazy. And there wasn't there even a net like the Beavis and Butthead one even? Yeah. So crazy how Jesus, many. Dude. It's just it, it's just you get bored and then And that one had like a hundred thousand yeah, t- yeah. It's insane. Yeah, and then like the actual MTV one like followed and and I was like, Is this cool? And then they're like, Yeah, just don't worry, just don't you know. Yeah. Gave me the green light, like don't worry about it. They're happy they're pro- I'm promoting it basically because it just it was right when right when they started back. Yeah. Yeah, and that one I just dumped it. I, I I, I sold that for like a, a grand. That's hilarious. Sold it? Yeah. Who bought it? Some fucking kid. <laughs> That's so funny. A kid that probably he probably runs like a Will Ferrell parody account, something like that. Right. Yeah. That's insane. It's a like thousand currency. seems kind of low. It does seem low. I mean, to well, sell Because I looked up, there was a thing I clicked on. It was like, find out how much your Twitter account's worth. Yeah. And I looked I it up. That. Mine was worth thirty five hundred bucks. I have seventeen thousand followers. Yeah. Your beefs and butter at a hundred thousand. Yeah, it's probably like seventy five. I think I looked it up too, but I mean. Dump it real quick. You need a grand. Because what happened? This is what happened. Um, I like it's like drug money to you. Yeah. Like I just uh, you make parody. This is yeah, your hustle. No, this is what happened? Because I opened for Russell Peters in Phoenix. Right. He booked me to do the weekend. He had booked me sight unseen. Just knew from me from the Boosie account. Uh-huh. Shouted out on Rogan briefly. Someone mentioned it. I knew he followed me. I was like, hey, thanks for the follow. Let me know when you're in Arizona. Yeah. Because I just started doing like seven months in, eight months in. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, then he called me like a, a couple months later. He goes, hey. uh you want to do Phoenix six shows? I was like, yeah, because you need hotels. Like, yeah, and then that was it. Then he calls back. He's like, oh yeah, I don't have any jokes. So if you have like jokes, you don't use. <laughs> send them over. Dude, he's the nicest. He's the yeah. nicest dude ever. Picked me up, and then I was like, oh, and he's like, I was like, where are you going next? He's on New York. I was like, who's opening for you over there? Just asking. He goes, he told me, he goes, if you could fly out there, get your hotel, and I'll I'll put you up for a night at Caroline's with me. So. Such a cool dude. Yeah, yeah ever, always. Man. No one has a bad. Every, every story about him is a is a thing he did that was great. Yeah. yeah. Someone's it's like, it's like <laughs> this thing like I heard if you open for him you get a gold watch. <laughs> That's funny. He, did, but he bought Gerardo watch. That's cool. It yeah. wasn't gold, but he bought Gerardo watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was I I heard basically it's like if he's buying something, everyone gets it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Right, right. Like oh, these are cool. I mean, and, I mean, and, we, I mean, I like he bought lunch and stuff, but I don't want to mooch off the dude. But he just get like. The opportunity just though. When am I gonna ever do Caroline's again? I don't see me doing it in the next ten years. Uh huh. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, next ten, ten years. years is a while. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, so how has like the Twitter thing been? Did you want to do comedy before that? Before like the Twitter thing took well, off? I mean, I've you... always been funny because I was always. I mean, when you you're were fat, the neighborhood funny kid, yeah, kind of. When you're fat and everyone calls you fat, you have to come back. With you something. need comebacks, yeah. 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 So you get witty and you get smart and you have to have a personality. Yeah. To make up for the, you know, the, uh, gross obesity. Because <laughs> <laughs> so you know how that. to, I mean, you know how to write jokes. I mean, yeah. that's clear. Is that yeah. sort of what you realize? You're like, wait, I'm sort of good at this. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like, I was always funny on the spot. Always had a good one liner. It's like, how can I bottle that into a bit? Like I asked Delaney 
Rob Delaney, like, how would I get turn tweets into a, a bit? Right, yeah. And he told me, just get, like, five tweets, common theme, line them up like a little mini set, and uh. you got a little bit. Like, best, like, like I, I was like, okay, I put my best tweet about that last and then set it up with another one, and it yeah. turns into a bit. And then after a while, like, I did that for a year, and then after a while, I started learning how to just leave tweets to tweets and learn how to actually structure bits. Yeah, yeah. try to build on that, and I, and all the good stuff that I had before, I try to build on that too to get like a five minute. Uh huh. You got ten minutes. You just throw time. In, in a weird way, I almost think that the you kind of learned a a really good writer's discipline before becoming a stand-up. Where I think uh -huh. a lot of stand-ups just start with the fact of like I'm a funny guy and I say funny things, and then after a while you learn how to write. Yeah, that's normally how how it works because there's never the only option really before that was someone would go. Oh, I'll take a stand-up comedy class, yeah. and they don't really teach you shit. Yeah, and then you, you still you can't learn. I, I'm so against classes. I mean, you. Oh yeah, me they too. They teach you just. They give you a formula, and that's how you should write it. Yeah. Thing. What mm. race is your father? Like yeah. it's just yeah. that shit. I look like a cross between blank yeah. and blank. I'm half yeah. this and this, so when I have this, that means I have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's. And they're like, get the out worst. there, go yeah. go kill it. <laughs> it's the worst, yeah. especially when you see someone like. Like like Brody or Chris D'Elia, and you're like, yeah, you notice any structure of that shit? Yeah. yeah. Like they're doing. It's not about that. It's about doing it. It's about being yourself and yeah. like finding that thing. Yeah. So that's where that's exactly where I'm at. Just being my like I started to tell more stories on stage, like real shit that actually happened. Yeah. And just turning that into funny that makes you more personable to everybody, mm -hmm. and it, it it breaks that that wall down. Like oh, he's up there doing jokey jokes. Like I oh, know he's really funny, dude. Like I work so hard to make it seem like I'm I make it look so easy you know? yeah yeah i yeah. mean that's the whole point yeah those my fa the best comics i've seen you're just like it feels like all new stuff yeah every time but it's just chock full of but i mean good twitter jokes are essentially just tags exactly and if you can write since you already kind of knew how to write that way it seems like you probably are progressing faster than normal oh yeah it helps yeah i spent that what really helps is like where you can track who likes it and how how that did well i mean what my my probably my best bit <coughs> and i honestly think it's the reason i got to go to montreal came from a tweet and then it, it, i wasn't i didn't even know that i was going to turn into a joke but hannibal burris mentioned it in an interview like the day after i had said it at a show yeah and it was a new i do this new material show i fucking didn't have any new jokes really yeah. was just, I, and i just said it and then he mentioned in an interview i was like well he's hannibal burris yeah <laughs> uh, should probably work on this bit and then it turned into like basically what's been my closer for like two years what is year. it the MC Hammer bit. Oh, okay. That was basically just a tweet. Yeah. Why doesn't MC Hammer sell hammers? He'd be rich in six months. Yeah. Like a, just a <laughs> that's a that's a classic dumb tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but like, and in, in an interview, Hannibal Burris, they asked him like, "You heard any jokes lately that you wish you'd written?" He's like, "I did the show last night, and the host Kevin Chris he had a joke about MC Hammer selling hammers." Yeah. And Neil told me to look it up, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I better." And then that's, that's I cool. just started working on it. That's the reason I got into Montreal is that joke. Right. It's like one joke. <laughs> yeah, it's from a tweet. I mean, it's it's literally like a notepad. Yeah, that, that will it's a notepad that will tell you if it's good or not. Yeah, to, I think to varying degrees though, because sometimes what works on Twitter. Oh yeah, you gotta know. Do, yeah, oh, doesn't I work on I've stage. I my nuts off with something I yeah. thought that was a was a banger of a tweet. Yeah, I, well, my wife helps out with that a lot. You know what's interesting? The writers I've known, wives play a very important role. Yeah, they're a lot of times the first person they show stuff yeah john hughes's wife read everything he wrote right she was the f like basically one of the first ones yeah like it, it's v 
it's interesting. They play a very important role when it comes to Because a wife is like, that's the closest person to you. They and know your voice. who finds you less funny at this point than her? Yeah, so if exactly. you can get her to laugh, yeah. exactly. she is over your and shit. And who's going to be who's gonna be the most honest? Yeah. It's, yeah, your you're significant other of whatever kind. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. if you're going to have a wife, she has to not bullshit you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just generally. Uh-huh. And that and that and she'll tell me like, hey, don't do that joke. Let me reword it. I'll try it one more time. Yeah. All right, don't do that. Because they know your stage persona, they know your real you, yeah. and they 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 usually are a good gauge of like, you're better than that, yeah. or that's yeah. not gonna, that's not you. No one wants to see you. Be or that. This could be funnier. Yeah. yeah. And she has no problem giving me shit at all. That's great. That's perfect. Yeah. I gotta get me one of these. Yeah. <laughs> one of these wives, wives people, so girlfriends. Yeah. She's such a fucking square. I was. <laughs> I, I did. I was trying to bounce a joke off of her. I rarely do this because I try to just do it on stage while she's there. Mm. Then I ask, like, "How'd you like that?" Because I hate. She goes on. She goes regularly. Yeah. Oh man. She goes every ch- every chance she gets. If I go a weekend, I'll bring her up a day. Okay. Drive back, take her back, or whatever. I do a lot of driving between Tucson and Phoenix, but like, I'm trying to bounce this joke off of her because I remember that this is a true story that my identity got stolen. I was trying to do taxes one year and I found out they're like, "Hey, you work? Do you have your W two from Jack in a Box?" I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly, exactly what I said. No, what? I got a gang of receipts, You're like, though. I, like, I don't what? eat there that they're much. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Wait, how much money did I spend there? Yeah. Right. So they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You possibly, you're like, I'm a big dude. Yeah. Could yeah. I have eaten so much Jack in the Box? I'm going to get a W-2 as a deduction. <laughs> so, so I go, and then I look. It's like some dude's using my social security number to work there. And I was like, oh, fuck. Imagine if I would have broken that. I could have got free food. From some dude that was using, I would I would have let him use my social security number <laughs> right. to get free food. Right. And I'm telling her this, and I'm telling her about that story, and then she just looks at me. She goes, "But did you get that like worked out? <laughs> like the, the with the identity yeah. theft? Is that still is that have on you your saved record? our credit yet? Before yeah. you finish your <laughs> shitty little joke, honey? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Fucking bitch. That's funny. Women women are better at the at quality of life. When you're like, no, no, no. But they're like, did you fix it yet? Yeah. yeah. You're like, look at this. They're like, I, idiot. I needed, I needed that. I was out of control. You need someone in your life to go, idiot. Yeah. Stop it. Like, where, How out of control were you before you met your I mean, wife? With softball, I was playing like four nights a week, which meant I was drinking like four nights a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, the, and then just like whiskey fifths here and there. Uh-huh. Wh- whiskey fifths yeah. here and there. When, now, the here and or there, were they at work? And like... Here at work and then yeah. there at the softball. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So just just doing that and just I was living with my best friend, so it's like everyone's there. It's just a party yeah, all the time. It's a house yeah. you can just go get high, drink beers, smoke, do whatever you want, stay for three days. Commit insurance fraud. Oh, yeah, insurance fraud. Yeah. Just Crash so cars, bad. leave them there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a, yeah. It's just and just like fuck, I'm get, just I got bored of it because I'm just like oh, I've, I've been drinking since I was like 13, like steady. Yeah. Just like four, start off at forties and just got because it was all around. So everyone, it made it okay. Yeah. So like, why wouldn't I start drinking at thirteen? Well, like, what's wrong with you? So yeah. you start drinking. And then by the time you're twenty five, it just takes a toll. It's, it's that just, fucking beer marinated barbecues. Yeah. You just start <laughs> marinating food with beer, and it's just there. So you're like, oh, it's just here. It's, yeah, we're having we're having beer. I had yeah. beer chicken. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just grow up as a kid seeing everyone with a beer, and you can't wait to be old enough to drink a beer. <coughs> Was t- is Tucson like a? S- it's not a small city by any means, right? No, is it it's like the a second big? small city in Arizona, next to Phoenix. So there's a, over a million people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it, and just that. I don't know where were we at. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, over a million people. Uh huh. And. Just I, I live like on the south side of town, the ghettoist part. Like mm-hmm. I'd watch Bloods get jumped in at the street right across the street at the school. Wow. Yeah. Just stuff like that. And uh, 
with my mullet. And I was half white. <laughs> I'm half white, and I don't know my dad's side. Right. So I just grew up all with my Mexican family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because my dad lived in California, and his dad, his dad was rich in real estate. Uh-huh. And he just, like, was the black sheep of the family, of the millionaire family. So he moved to Tucson and then met my mom and then had me. Uh-huh. So he was just out there. He, was even using, he wasn't even using his real name and just started the, the family there. And then he died when I was, like, eight. So but fraud it, runs in the family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird, though. The, di- the day he died, I was supposed to be there the night he died. Right. But I, it was when I was at a trailer park, and I'm flipping on a fucking mattress outside. Right. And I got these Kansas City Jayhawks mitts on, because it's kind of cold. It was, like, towards New Year's and after Christmas, and, um, and they had, like, clips on them. I was like, would be dope if I clip them and then do a flip and try to do a flip like with my hands like that. Right. And I did it, and it <laughs> didn't fucking happen, and I knocked the air out of me. Yeah. And I just freaked out because that never happened before. Yeah. So... I cried to my mom like I was like I like I freaked out and then I just started asking for my my nana and my tata because that's who I really was raised by yeah. her parents my mom's parents and my tata's like old school military fedora creased khakis all the time dressed up hair in a ducktail type shit listens to Rage Against the Machine nah yeah, yeah. <laughs> listens to oldies <laughs> yeah, yeah so so I freaked out and my mom was like okay you can go to your nana's and drop her off I was supposed to spend a night with my dad but then that happened he my dad went out met with a friend. Brought him back to the um, to his place where he can crash at, and my dad slept on the floor. And then it's the the heater started leaking, so he got carbon monoxide poisoning. So my they, he was dead on the floor. What the fuck? Yeah, and his friend woke up and just left. And then my mom was like, they were because they had got separated, and they were supposed to meet up that night to get like reconciled for the family and shit oh like man. that. Oh man! So whoa, like, he went missing. Well, he didn't call nobody, so my mom went and kicked the door down and just walked in on him. And they're like, well, th- th- there's, there was a slight chance if you would have sparked kicking the door down, you would have blew up the entire fucking place. So, so he, she would have been taken out yeah, with she, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if I, if I would have spent the night, I would have been on dead too. Yeah. yeah me yeah. and my sister. Holy shit. Yeah. So we, yeah, good thing I fucking knocked the air out of me. Right? <laughs> oh my God. Good thing you were t- a little fat kid trying to flip for some yeah, reason on a mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Yeah. So yeah, my, and then... I met, that's when, at the funeral, I met my, my, my grandfather, and he's a millionaire, real estate uh-huh. millionaire in Long Beach, and then, um, and then he retired, and I started talking to them, tried, and he tried to introduce me to, like, his side, like, my dad's brothers, and they were having none of me. Oh, and really? I, yeah, I went to a resort. He lived on, like, a golf course in Desert Springs, Palm Springs, like, by India. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was like, he, he's like, hey, meet your uncle, and they're just, like, ignoring the fuck out of me. Like, I wasn't even there, and I was like, this is super awkward. Yeah. But he was cool, nice as shit. So, like, three months after that, I left, and he died from complications from a kidney, kidney surgery. Uh-huh. And he left us, like, a couple million dollars. Left your mom left instead of mom. him? Yeah. All Whoa. Of us, like, a couple million. But... Then you burned the trailer park down. Yeah. <laughs> um, his family started trying to sue us for that. Yeah. So he wouldn't get it. No way. Yeah. How can you sue for someone leaving you inheritance? Yeah. But, they, the, but I mean, they had money, and we couldn't. We didn't have any. So what are we gonna do? Fucking hire yeah, you a couldn't lawyer. Hire yeah. a lawyer with the money you might lose. Yeah. So then you never got the money. No. My, well, my, I was like, we never had the money. Like, why do we need it now? So rich right. people are the fucking worst. Yeah. That is the shittiest thing ever. The worst. Yeah. A fucking toxic bunch of assholes. <laughs> fucking chilling on a golf course. Yeah. Two million dollars doesn't even change their fucking life. No, yeah. No, he, yeah, he's fucking. He was up like in the double digits. I had an uncle who was married, like, his second wife, like, wouldn't, it was that kind of thing where she wouldn't let him 
talk to his kid from the first marriage. And his kid was just this nice, my cousin, just some nice kid who didn't do shit except he didn't do shit. He's in the military. He's a nice kid. Just wanted to fucking have a relationship with his dad and his new wife like wouldn't let him. And you're like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. That is fucked. Yeah. 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 My father just raised me and he's old school. I remember like the week before he died, he took me to the hospital because uh, I had football practice. I got a contusion in my hand and he's always going to the dog track. And I would always go. I would always go with them and hustle kids for quarters at Street Fighter because I was so fucking good. That is such Whoa. an old school yeah. thing yeah. to go to the dog track. Who would you yeah. play? What character? Um, Vega when the tournament edition came out. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Vega so, hard to beat. Yeah, and he's pretty. So. <laughs> he's pretty. So he tell he, he he's like yeah, I almost had to stab someone today. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? At the dog the park. Dog track. Was, yeah, the dog track. Sorry. Yeah, he was this, this dude owed me sixty bucks and he hadn't paid, so I had to show him what little knife. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "You're fucking crazy!" <laughs> wow, yeah. old school. He made me beat up a kid one time. Cause made you? <laughs> yeah. This is the best. <laughs> he has. He has. Like you're grounded if you don't beat this kid no, up. He, like I that. could beat up if I, you know. So oh. <laughs> we live next to some dopey ass neighbor kid named Ray. Big old goof fucking ball. And we had a. He has a four door sixty three Mercury Monterey in the in the front that he's saving for me. Well, he, I I have it now. And um. In the back window, it rolls, it slides down. Like yeah. there's a motor and it slides. It's a breezeway window. Yeah. So this kid's throwing rocks. He breaks it, and then my daughter replaces it, and then he's fucking pissed. And he goes, "Hey, I need you to go kick that kid." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you want me to do? He goes, "Go take him across." Because I lived across from the school. He goes, "Take him to the cross the street, play with him, and then fuck him up." I'm like, fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Well, then you did. I, I set it all up like a fucking little hitman. I go, and he's. He's out there watering the lawn watching because I'm going to be watching. He's watching the trees. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> so, like, I just say, hey, you see that car right there? <laughs> you broke that fucking window, and we know it. He goes, no, I didn't. I was like, dude, you threw rocks at it. Because, but I didn't mean to do it. And then I just punched him. <laughs> punched him, pushed him down, put his face in the sand real quick, and then got off. And then Yeah. Sorry thought, about this. Yeah, my thought that just looked at me and just nodded to come back. And then. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? It seems like maybe your tata was into some bad shit, maybe in his youth. Well, I mean, he, they, it's he had to use a bunch of brothers, and oh, okay, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> they're, just, they're, yeah. they're not. They're 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 first generation Mexican, so they grew up in Arizona before it was a, actually America. Okay. So and then he went to school in Tucson, so we just like he's like I'm like fourth generation almost. Like, uh huh. Arizona. So, wow. Yeah, he was he was in the Korean War, old school dude, Air Force. It's like those old school guys are like they they'll like they'll get into a fight and then it'll be done after that. That's yeah, like their mentality. It's like we're gonna fight and then like you shake hands afterwards. Yeah. That's like that yeah, exactly. that old school yeah. dude mentality. Yeah, and then and then you get each other a beer and then you hang out and yeah. talk about sports so or whatever. He would, he, we, I grew up with my friend and he would they would like buy us beer. Him and his dad would buy us beers after like little league games. His, um, his, his, this is his thing. He goes, I want you to be able not to be, uh, be a lightweight now. So when you go to high school, you're you're a pro. Right. That's his mentality. Okay. So he, I mean, you're gonna. Him. He knows you're gonna drink in high school. Yeah. So be at least don't yeah. be a fucking shit. Don't embarrass yourself at the parties. Kids drink in high school. You're be a cool. Yeah. yeah. Be cool, man. Be cool. Yeah. So he, like, he okay. Here's a six pack. You guys split this. Little Mickey Jugs, but six pack. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. We too. were an all star game. We were losing. My friend gets kicked out pitching because he beans somebody. Yeah. Because they walk back from, they, they're back from the liquor store and we see them and with the bag. So he's like, fuck this. I'm catching. He's like, hey, he comes and calls me. He goes, hey, I'm going to get booted so we can go drink. 
So he throws it at a kid, <laughs> beans him, and then gets ejected. And then I have to pitch. So yeah, you have to beat him. Same fucking thing. <laughs> so you start a brawl. So we just go in the back and just start drinking. The, listening fun. to this right now, I think this would be the best Latino Wonder Years TV show. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, why? This is fucking yeah. good shit. Yeah. yeah. He taught me how. To, he taught me how to drive stick shift by being a designated driver. Bali and Tata. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. My, my, I was in my my tia's uh, Dodge. It's like a Dodge pickup. Okay. Stick shift, and I had to drive like back to his house after he get all fucked up at his brother's house. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you now? If this is the Wonder Years, did you have a Paul? Yeah, who is your well, nerd I had, sidekick? I had, uh, be, two best friends, some dude named Steven, who was like, all the girls liked him, all athletic, fast as dude, throw the hardest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my, he, but he was my best friend, and everyone was like, I'm fat, but I was always like funny, and I'm really athletic too. Right. Like, we played like uh, Smear the Queer or something like that, and yeah. I'd get the ball, and it'd take like at least eight of them to tackle me. Before. That's great. Yeah. fucking hilarious, because I've always wanted to be like a fullback. Yeah. Like a Mike Allstott, so it, like just fucking playing football, and then he, he's the one... He used to call me Paulie Dangerously, mm-hmm. and um, it was from that wrestler that used to, that that looked like Michael Keaton. So he called himself Paulie Dangerously okay. after Johnny Dangerously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Johnny Dangerously, great movie. Yeah. So I I had made like this whole Paulie Dangerously superhero. This is like in third grade, and that's always stuck with me. And then when I when my dad died, I had to move to the to the West Side, and that's when I got met with them. Like when my friend Raul, my friend Raul knew who I was because I played Little League with him because I was switching back and forth because I wanted to switch elements. I mean, finish elementary on that side, come back here. Uh-huh. So Was the west side the nicer side? No, it's just an extension of the... Okay. The, so you're just a little closer to everything. Okay. So what's funny is that like there were some kids there that like would try to fuck with me and uh-huh. I would not fuck with them. And then they were trying to get that my friend rolled, the dude that knew me, to jump me. And he's like, no, nah, he's <laughs> cool. And they were going to fuck me up. But he's like, nah, they're cool. So we just became friends, and that's when I met everybody. And then we've known, I've known them for like 25 years. Wow. My brother sent a kid to beat me up one time. <laughs> Your like brother God. sent a kid to he beat basically, me? like, like conned his older friend to start a fight with me. Wow. When I was in fourth grade, my brother had a sixth grader just beat me, like try to beat me up. What happened? We basically fought to a draw <laughs> Okay. at the playground of my elementary school, and then I went home, <coughs> and I was like, I got to fight. I was sort of upset. He was like, why'd you fight him? I was like, I don't know. I think Jeff told him to. And then my dad got so fucking pissed at my brother. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because me and my brother used to fist fight all the time. Right. But my brother wasn't like good. Like punching in the face? Fist yeah. Fighting my brother real? couldn't fight, but he has the gnarliest high pain threshold I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> like, I could not make him cry. Ever. Like, I would split his lip. Like, I'd, I mean, not, he's, his pain threshold is shocking. I couldn't make him... I, I, but he never really was good at fighting, so I could just punch him as many times as I wanted. <laughs> I would just wail on him, and nothing would really happen. Maybe I don't punch hard. I don't know. But like, it was just—it was the most frustrating thing. And he sent some shitty white trash kid to start a fight with me, <laughs> who looked like he was from Tucson. That's <laughs> yeah. No. There's a smell they had, it's like <laughs> a parking cigarette, right, and vest. Like just one of those kids that always eaten a fun dip, even at bre- like breakfast yeah. time. Just that fucking candy right. powder. <laughs> would you now would you ever like because you work a lot in phoenix do you yeah. love tucson is it one of those like yeah, i grew up there i want to live there like nostalgia yeah so you have an I old mean, I, like, I, I would like to live in new york if i had the opportunity to mm. the dream job just shit yeah. on my chest and told me go to new york yeah let's fucking go but yeah i mean this is this is my route to get 
through comedy. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Stay where I'm at because everyone's like, move to LA, you gotta move to LA, New York. Like, it's great to have a home market too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I just want to be able to because Phoenix is just an hour and a half away each time. So I'll go on a Thursday, come back and work. Go up Friday, come back, pick up my wife, and then we'll go Saturday, Sunday, and then come back. Uh huh. And that's usually what it works. Yeah, that's doable. Like a ninety-minute drive isn't bad. Yeah. Um, it's fun when we were talking in Tempe about like getting how like the different ways to get into comedy. Yeah. And stuff, and you were like, you were a little kind of weird about you getting into stand-up because you started from Twitter. I just, yeah, I just feel like it's not authentic. Yeah. Like, I almost cheated. And I, to- and I disagreed with you yeah, completely. Yeah, I, d- I disagree with you. Because, honestly, what's authentic changes. Yeah. And Twitter's just a new... Well, I mean, Twitter's a new thing. Yeah. yeah. People have taken advantage of it. And, and the thing... You know what the difference is between what you're doing and what some Twitter people do? You do clubs. Yeah. A lot of people wait till they have these massive followings and then they go kind of book their own shit. Yeah. They don't develop any club stand up skills. Yeah. And you can see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they get called. I don't like being called a Twitter comedian. That's the thing. Because it's like being called a firefighter after you blow out a candle. Right, right, right. If you're on Twitter, (laughs) you do something that bombs, you can delete it. Everyone, you know, Mm -hmm. but you're up on fucking stage and you're bombing, you're up on stage bombing still and they're still waiting for you to come up with gold. But what uh, what you're doing is like you're you're getting good enough at stand up to where like no one will call you a Twitter comedian anymore. Yeah, that's like what, that's you're what you're I want. you're that's what I want. yeah you're taking you're putting in the real work. Like when an actor turns comedian, when you see that, like oh who's this guy? He's an actor who's trying stand up. Yeah. If they get good enough, no one calls them the actor. That's what I was when I first started. There you go. Yeah, I was that's an actor before I was a stand up, and for a while it was that was like oh he's a commercial actor yeah. he's trying to do stand up. Yeah, and eventually I just became one of the comedians. Yeah. Like, there's always, someone always came from somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, when you start, you're not really a comedian. Yeah, you're just a guy trying just comedy. A guy trying yeah. Comedy. So, um, yeah. Three years is still, there's a lot, a lot, you know, you still have a, that's the thing, you're still really new, which is sort of oh, exciting yeah. to me. It like, is, yeah, when yeah. When I see someone new who's not a fucking retard, I'm just yeah. like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you got, oh, you're doing it. Oh, this is great. And if anything, coming from a background like, like Twitter, it's like you're you're you have training a head start. in yeah. one of the parts of comedy, like yeah, the writing tra- part. You're yeah. honestly training in the part that a lot of comedians are the laziest about. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've structured it. I have my own little formula in my mind. Yeah, it's what funny. is it? it no, it's just it, <laughs> I it, need a new one. <laughs> it's funny because everything else in my life is so to shit yeah. that I don't care about. See, that's no. every comedian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to. I have to. If I want to do this, I know that I'm not going to be good for another 10 years. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to be really into, right, I right, think. Right. But for now, I mean, I'm just trying to balance family, friends, yeah. job, and comedy all on one thing. And, you know, I, you have to take them off and on. You know right. What I mean? So, I mean, I want to do it to where, I, like, I'm, I'm getting there to where I'm actually a comedian. People know me from the stage rather than Twitter. Right. And, Twitter really helps bringing out the people, mm-hmm. and it and it yeah, especially when you have a half a million followers. Yeah, you you had click, a, everyone shows yeah, up. You had yeah. a fan base. It's before great. you even started. Yeah, before you even started comedy, you have people at your shows. But also, like, don't degrade your that fan base. They're they're your fan because they like your funny the things you write that are funny. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know I mean, it's not, it, it, it ain't followers. your fucking avatar. Oh yeah, I can't <laughs> I switch shit. that though. They lost their shit. I tried to put my real face and my oh. real name, and I was like, no, they're not having any of it. <laughs> so. That's p- where did the the Pelagroso part? Isn't that oh, Mike Tyson's punch out? No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's um a Bobo from 
Double Dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man, that game was good. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. Double Dragon was good. Right. <laughs> Kick you and you're dead. Shit. Yeah. But um, my, well, my friend used to call me Polly Dangerously. Right. Polly Dangerously a fit. I don't want to put my real name because I was working. Right. So Polly Dangerously a fit. So I just, was like, oh, well, does it fit in Spanish? It fits in Spanish, and that's it. Oh, that's what that means in Spanish? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Casillas? What? <laughs> so, I didn't no, 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 Pelagrosa. Oh, Pelagrosa. Yeah, I, I was doing the, the West Side Comedy Theater, and the girl was like, hey. I'm she- searching my mind for all the Kid Frost fucking lyrics I can remember. <laughs> to hopefully find if I can remember hearing Pelagrosa <laughs> in any. I don't think it's in. All I remember is, menti- is the liar one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mentirosa. Yeah. Right. I was, doing, I was doing the West Side Comedy. And the, and the girl, she, she was great because she remembered the, to plug the Twitter and then my name. Because mm-hmm. oh, my name always gets fucking butchered. Yeah. And yeah. I'm used to it. It doesn't matter. Welcome to my world. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so she. <laughs> Non-white comedian. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can see him on. You can follow him on Twitter. It's Polly Pelly Grosso, which I think means lazy. And she was like sincere. Yeah. And I walk. I was like, that's kind of fucking racist. That <laughs> yeah. I think like, anything yeah. Latino sounding it means lazy. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I've had people, but it's it was cool. I've had people like fade off on my name, like give it up for Polly. Yeah. Yeah. Or Polly cases like someone I've literally almost called me a case. I've, of the I've butchered. Uh, I butchered a Parna Nanchurla's name that. That's a hard one. I yeah. just went. Give it, I just what I do is I yell it. If I know I'm butchering him, I go give it a punch out. Yeah, <laughs> hit it real hard. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. You get the first one part, first yeah. one right. I've seen yeah. I've seen MCs like have the list and like they'll see my name. Like all right, coming up next to the stage and they'll pull out the list and they'll furrow their brow for a yeah. minute yeah. and then go, Nick. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they won't I'd even. Rather, they won't even try. Butchered. <laughs> yeah. I fucking killed it. I was hosting a Fox showcase. This kid's name was like Ken Washington, and I st- I straight up called him like Jim Donaldson. Like I I got both wrong, both names. Yeah. I felt so bad. It's the most American sounding name too. Yeah. It wasn't even a thing. I just turned him into a different human. <laughs> That's not who's coming up on stage. It was like right. I had a stroke. I, I, did, I, I, I opened up for Paulo Francisco, and they threw in a guest spot. And there's a, a comedian named Short Bus there who's in a wheelchair. Okay. So you have to give him time to <laughs> set up. Yeah. To yeah. You got the ramp. Yeah. And shit. So, yeah. So I have to kill a little bit, do a joke, and then he comes out. So mm-hmm. in my mind, I was like, okay, I just did the joke. What comes out next? I like to bring out Short Bus, and I try to bring him out, and it wasn't him. It was the fe- the f- actual feature. Okay. Or the next dude, the dude that was in front of it, like, oh, oh no, we got a special guest. And yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Do you do a lot of stuff about your weight? I try not to, but I mean, I Because then, the thing is, if you don't, then if you want to lose weight, you can. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I want, I don't, I, like, I want, like, I've lost, like, 20 pounds since Christmas. Okay. Uh-huh. But I'm going to gain it back. That's like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to gain it back probably, like, in three months. Right. So I just do it, just maintain a little bit. Was that bit. your resolution? Gain, gain back this <laughs> yeah, weight I lost? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, like some booker in Phoenix um, at, at the Scottsdale Club put up, was in an article, and he was saying, if, he said specifically, if you're in a wheelchair, don't do jokes about it. Uh-huh. If you're fat, yeah. do you fat jokes. Yeah. yeah. But, like, how, that's my coping mechanism, like, in life in general. Like, joking is what about my weight. I think how you, I do I almost think weight. the angle is that. You're like, they told me I shouldn't do fat jokes. <laughs> yeah. And right. they'd be like, but... I, I mean, I can like see, you know, it's like one or two is fine, but it's like, yeah. I think what, when people say that stuff, it's like, don't make your act the, yeah, I'm the wheelchair yeah. guy, yeah. I'm the overweight guy, I'm the, you know, bald yeah. guy, I'm the whatever, you know? You have like no Middle Eastern jokes anymore. I've only ever had like one and a half. I don't yeah. know what, do I, I had just, 
nerd joke. I had like a couple nerd jokes. Yeah. Like, I'm a nerd. Yeah, I have two Mexican jokes and then one. Yeah. No, two fat jokes. But they're more. It's more about food, like the passion of food. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a great way to spin it because it's yeah. like it. That's more about you. It's like you're you're like into food, and there's yeah. it's a deeper yeah. uh, exploration into that kind of comedy like, like, instead of like just, here's the superficial fat joke. It's yeah. like you can go into like how much you love pizza or cookies yeah. or whatever and make that fun. It's more specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like sometimes I'll fuck, like if I'm trying to get through a crowd and it's hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it's, it's awkward sometimes. Yeah. And I just like, oh, that was fucking playing fat Tetris or something like that. Just to make them laugh. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. And then you jump into it. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously, if, if, I mean, like, you walk on a plane, you're just fucking fat and mm. everyone shuns you. Mm. So, it, like, you know, like, in my, because I'm so insecure about weight and everything. That's why I do my hair like this. Mm. And, you know, so I try to, uh, I mean, it's there. It's the elephant in the room. You, you, you approach it. I mean, you um, bring it up, but yeah. then don't harp on it. You know, just, just break the ice. In a weird way, it. you put them at ease. Yeah, yeah. 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 You go, Here's the thing, everyone. The first thing everyone noticed. Quick joke, and then you get into all yeah. the other shit. Yeah. 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 Especially if it's something that like you grew up making jokes about. It's like, well, I have the jokes already. I'm gonna do the one yeah, or two. Yeah. It makes me comfortable. And everyone also, else. You're gets. giving them permission to enjoy your jokes. Yeah. Don't feel bad for me. I right. can have fun with it too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that and that's exactly when I grew up and kids would call me fat. Like I'm fat, but you mm-hmm. got a cold sore. Right. Put in your mouth, the entire mouth on the fucking water fountain. Yeah. Like an animal. Like I had to do that with like, I have a big nose and I'm Middle Eastern. So that was just like that combination. It was a field day for people. Yeah. You know, because they're like, we knew all of you had that, that kind of thing, you know? And then I would like, they would make fun of me. And then one day I was like, I got to do it first. Yeah. I got to make fun of it first. And then they can't ever do it again. Yeah. So now. Because then I'll be like, you just, I said that already, dude. Come up with what else you got. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm doing more material that just happening to me that I find funny and I try to share it with them to make it. Yeah. Like Kevin now has to start making back pussy jokes. <laughs> yeah. So we can't do them anymore. Spine <laughs> vagina. Spine <laughs> vagina. See, already improved upon yeah. my lame back pussy joke. Yeah. Spine vagina is way fucking better. Yeah. It's a cool band name. <laughs> but it would be a cool band name. Well, you got what kind of spine vagina? What kind of car you for get real? from your grandpa? What kind of car did you get from your grandpa? Sixty-three Mercury Monterey four-door. What color? That's pretty cool. It's white with blue. White. Interior. Yeah. Wow. What kind of blue? It's like a teal blue, like the cars stay blue. okay in condition in that's that cool. in that climate. Yeah, that's this is, it's ideal. Only thing that's bad is um, the plastics, but you don't. Ah, uh, the plastics. plastics and stuff. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's ideal. And that, in what in the in this industry I'm in, in the city I'm in, it like I I'm a manager of a body shop. Yeah. So, but the body shop I work at is a retirement town in Green. It's called Green Valley. So it's a bunch of old people that just hit each other all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> Bumper car city. It's like I love that. And, and I just sit there, and they come in, and they love me. Like, yeah. I grew up with my nana and and my dad, and they're old, and I know how to treat old people. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So and it's and, and and the boss loves me enough to cut, let me come out here. I've only been working there three months, and he's already giving me fucking vacation time to come For out. For real? Yeah. Wow. wow. So it's just every day there's like 12 fender benders. Fucking That's shit. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Daily. Just the uh, imagining like a supermarket parking lot in a retirement town. Yeah. Yes. Just constant boom. But like, yeah, a fucking bumper big, car. Yeah, they got big grand marquees and they don't feel mm-hmm. that they hit. So they come. Like, I don't know how this happened. Mercury Monarch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. You drive that thing? No, I, I did. Um, a motor mount busted on me, but I'm trying to get that. Because I've had that and then I had the Magnum. I totaled that, and then I bought 
a 88 station wagon Ford uh, Grand Mar- uh, Country Squire. Mm-hmm. Country Squire. Crown Victoria Country Squire. Yeah, yeah. For 500, my mom bought it for 500 bucks from someone in Green Valley. She bought it in 88. Her husband died in 92. She doesn't want it because it reminds of him, and she just kept it till like last. Two so years. it's got like no miles on 13, it. Thirteen thousand. Fucking shit. <laughs> that's a new. Car. That's a new car. Yeah. So I bought. My mom's like, you want it? I was like, I fucking want it. So it got so, wood paneling. No, no. It's just, I took off all the trim. I primered it. Right. But I tinted the primer, made oh, it a little oh, darker. Oh, you're gonna you gonna stri- you gonna stripe it? Yeah, I got a pinstripe too. Oh, nice. Wow. And then I lowered it. I was just gonna ask if you yeah, lowered it. Sounds dope. Put inches. some switches oh, on it, dude. No, I just kept the no, original, no. original rims. I just painted yeah. them red. What? So do you're like you know how to work on cars? Yeah, yeah. I did not even know that. I mean, I know how to work on them. I'm just like too lazy to fucking work on them. All Latinos know a little bit about working on cars. Yeah, because everyone had a friend that owned a body shop. Right, right. You just around dudes so working well, on cars. I, I just jumped. Yeah, I just jumped into it in like yeah. four because I needed a job. Because so you're like self self taught yeah. kind of. Well, my friend's like, hey, because uh, my my friend, his dad was painting cars. He's from like a little Mexican town. He dropped out of school in fucking second grade and just learned how to paint the cars. Mm-hmm. Got car. He painted like Chevys that were like in magazines and shit. Got real good. And then he taught his son. He's like, hey, estimator is like perfect. You're smart. Yeah. You can get into it. Boom. And just. So your plan is this is this is how I, what I feel will happen. You make it, you get money, you're going to open like a car customizing place. You're going to be like the Jesse James. <laughs> you're the guy. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you know, we go to Polly's and get customized. Then yeah. you get your own show on MTV customizing cars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I'm trying to say. You wouldn't be mad at that, right? Not at all. I fucking love That'd be money. fucking amazing. Then your, appara- then your merch would be cooler because it'd have a theme. Yeah. yeah. you get a good striper to do all the merch. Yeah, exactly. That's the move. Yeah. I got it all you figured out. Agent? <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, he just figured it out. Yeah, I'm looking for an exit plan. So um, this sounds good. I got to tell you though, when you moved, uh, if and when you moved to LA, yeah. the the knowing how to fix cars part, yeah. you got to keep quiet. Keep that shit because quiet. it'll be the equivalent of like owning a truck in LA. Like Everyone truck asks truck, you yeah. to help you move. Yeah. Because oh, it's okay. such a car town. Yeah. Anyone that has a problem with their car, oh, Polly knows how to fix yeah. it. So and then you're getting I phone like to, calls. I didn't like to work in Tucson. Yeah. Because everyone knew me and come up and like, hey, can you hook yeah. me up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just want free. Ah. Hey, man, I got but some scratches. Can you come over? You're like, wanna, dude, yeah. no, I can't. Yeah, they don't want to pay. They, they don't want to yeah. pay either. They want it done for free. Yeah. Because that shit is expensive. It's fucking And they want you to be like, Polly's probably not doing anything. Come fix my entire car for me. Do you name your car? You name the wagon? The wagon? Oh, I called it the Frankenwagon. That's good. Yeah. And I wanted I wanted to paint it like because I, I love the grave digger. Yeah. I wanted yeah. To like neon. I'm gonna do neon green and like black next time. I got mm-hmm. it. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I got a '67 mm-hmm. Galaxy mm-hmm. with the three in the tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta rebuild that motor. So I'm working. How my many stepdad gave it to me? Yeah. '67 Galaxy is good. Yeah. Two door. Straight. Yeah. Two door. Um, white with blue inside. He told me fix it up, but don't sell it, and you can have it. Wow. Yeah. So how many cars do you own, technically? That's four. And then Whoa. I got a four Taurus. That's my get-around car. Wow. See? This is why I'm always trying to meet Latino, Latina girls. I want to marry into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> into the car culture? I mean, yeah. I love it because it's different every day, so I'm so glad I jumped into it. But I needed this job because I was on probation at the time. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. I so needed a job. <laughs> That's so great. I, I was working at a bottling plant selling pot there because my friend had a stash house and they would wrap it mm. so he'd have like gallon bales of like just shake but mm-hmm. then he'd go here you want this 50 bucks just fill it up they don't even wait just fill it up give it to me then i'd sell it for like 20 bucks for like two fingers yeah and they everyone loved it like i tried to stay sell regular weed after that no one wanted like you still got that shake this stuff was great i was like yeah. wow so and then the, and then i needed well that's when 
like the probation officer was starting to come to the work, and I was like, I need a legit job. I need to stop fucking around. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah. And then you got a desk job and got on Twitter, and it's been it's fucking like uphill ever dealing, since. Insurance fraud, stand up. Honestly, perfect pass. Yeah, it, uh, violent priors. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. There's so many comics with that background. It's yeah. like there's just a lot of dark, crazy there's shit. A, I and mean, now I, I bring people joy. <laughs> I honestly think for a large portion of us, pro- portion of us, thank God for stand up. Otherwise, we would not know what to do with the brain, the parts of our brain that don't work right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we chan- we like channeled it into comedy as opposed to like, and then I'm just gonna like start fights and rob banks and it's like, like end up in jail. It's like being a butcher. You're like super good with a knife. You're just like, if you weren't a butcher, what would you be doing with your knife skills? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, it's either you become a stand-up or you just become a hobo. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the exactly. worst husband in the world. Yeah. yeah, it's the glue that's holding the 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 train from becoming a wreck. Yeah. Essentially, exactly. you know what I mean. Um, well, we're a little over an hour. Um. This has been good. You got a lot of fucking great stories. Yeah, next time you're in town, come back and give us some more. Yeah, you absolutely have to. Adventures um, of Tata. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I fucking, I've loved it here. I've had a great week. I fucking, we went to Kimmel. We got in the green room. Oh, Kimmel, that's cool. Because his, his uh, sister is a comedian in Phoenix. So I hit her up for, do you know anybody that books in LA? She goes, no, but I can get you in Kimmel. Wait, whose sister? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's sister. Oh, Jimmy's sister. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So she's like, but I can get you in Kimmel if you want to see it from the green room. Yeah. I'm like, cool. So we go in the back, right. and I had drinking Rude Awakening at, what was that cat? Earth. I went to Earth. I got a coffee, Rude Awakening. What's in, what's in a Rude Awakening? It's just a, 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 a hot espresso. So you instantly oh, no. showed up and had to take a shit. I immediately had yeah, to take a that's shit. That's hilarious. I already shit before that, and then I showed up and I had to take a shit. So I'm like, yeah, yeah because shit is pretty nice. And all of a sudden, the security guard just busts open the door. Really? <laughs> I'm like just shitting on my phone, and I'm like... I didn't even know it was locked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was locked. Did you, did you meet Don Barris? Yeah. yeah okay. Right. How great is he? Yeah, it was fun. They, they had, a, they had a, a French girl coming there to see Chris Pine. Uh-huh. And they just got into like how her, her, her sister-in-law is a bitch. That's she funny. called him and she's like, she was worried. Like, <laughs> is this going to be on TV? He's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to fucking put this on TV. That's funny. Was there a musical act? Um, Gregory, some, some tall um, black guy who's a, oh, I forgot. He's forgettable. But Chris Pine, I saw him. He walked by. He smells great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he smells great. Yeah, that he, he went and got he went and got his own drink from the open bar there. Uh-huh. So I was like, that's respectable. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. cool. Some normal shit. Chris yeah. Pine. Chris Pine was at it for a long time before he made it. Yeah, he had. A he was around a long time. Story. Oh really? Yeah, something where like he was, he was on the he was on the field and he was like, hey, can I come and hang out in the dugout? He was like, fuck no, get out of here, kid. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> You tell me the story of one of those L.A. things where, like, he's the best, and you talk to people around, like, no, he's not. Yeah, he's kind of a crazy He's been an dickhead, asshole for yeah. decades. <laughs> <laughs> um, this episode yeah. will come out next, not this coming Tuesday, right. the one after that. So do you have anything you want to plug, promote, anything uh, like that? Just the podcast. Hell yeah, fuck yeah, shit yeah. <laughs> that's a good side. name. <laughs> H-Y-F-Y-S-Y. And then that's pretty much it. Where is that? Where do you, where is that podcast found? Um, that's we're on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to HiFiSide.com uh-huh. and iTunes too. Okay, cool. H Y F Y S Y. And then what are the what gigs you got coming up? Anything? Um, no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing, fine. Nothing to plug. I mean, nothing. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll do the. It's for it's hometown stuff. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna be in Tucson. 
at last with uh, Aurelio Bocanegra. Whoa. Yeah. How, who's that? That's so good. I was saying whoa because that name is, I would never be able to pronounce he's, he's, that. He's from, he's always I would have shows. him come up on stage, read his name back up, and then get the applause and then walk back yeah. up on stage. I'd have him record him. his name into my iPhone. Yeah. Like, coming up next is, and then I hit play. Yeah. <laughs> Can and I then do that? I'm going to do that. Do it. Oh, yeah. yeah, please take sure. that. Yeah, do it. For sure. Um, and it's just, it's him and then you just slowly put the mic down and then he yeah. comes up. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the best way to do it, I think. The only way to do it. Because then you can't butcher it. It's like Al Madrigal's joke where he's like, he did a Latino comedy festival, <laughs> like coming, or no, he hears it on the radio, he's like, a Latino comedy jam with Al Madrigal. And he's like, oh, that's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny joke. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then your Twitter for the nine people who don't follow you follow on Twitter. You okay. Uh, it's great. It's Can always you funny. anything easy to spell? <laughs> no. Yeah. I like it the hard way. He doesn't roll that way. Yeah. Being um, a fan of him is like playing Scrabble. Right. <laughs> yep. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah and when you, you when you come back, come back on yeah. the show. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, and see you guys next time. Bye.